0: to the people, episode 159. My name's Chris, and I don't play magic anymore. <laughs> that's with thing. me is the with me is the guy who all too willingly gave up his hosting duties. We have Nate. <laughs> Hello, the man whose language always makes Mikey laugh. That's Dan.
1: Hey Dan, here. I spelar fortfarande magic.
0: And you unruly classmates need to address him as Mr. Olmscheid. It's Peter. Hello. How's it going, guys?
2: Pretty good. Fantastic.
0: Man, I'm a bit sad. Depend- you are. I know. It was it was a it was a long thought out and and tough decision to make, but we feel it's in the best interests of of everything involved for right now, so Yeah. But I will say this, looking through my files to try and um Get all this stuff put together. I'm going to be freeing up a lot of hard drive space on my laptop once we're done doing this show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, when you've done all, when when you when you do 160 episodes,
0: yeah, probably closer like 130, 140 on, on, that I've been on yeah. myself, but the majority. So we should also mention that um, Mike will not be with us tonight. Um, he's got some personal stuff and needed to get some rest and relaxation. Yep. He will be... So we wish him the best?
3: Yes, he'll be with us next week for the last show.
0: We have the potential of being joined by one Chris Weaver, Chris 2.0, and also one Brennan. Not Brendan, but Brennan. So if they pop in, if they end up showing up, we're going to add them to the call. Otherwise, we're going to run with the four of us for right now. Yep. So, gentlemen, how's your week, Ben?
3: Pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, elaborate. Can oh, Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, pretty good. Uh, just uh, doing stuff with EDH and uh, sorting my Magic cards because I actually got them all sorted by set. Now I'm just play setting everything and I'm album up a play- album up my entire collection just to play set because I just play EDH now. There's no need to play it. No need to keep it more than a play set. Yeah. So just going through that, and I've pretty much I've found money cards within my collection I did not even know I had.
0: So it's funny how that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's about all I've been up to. Dan, how has your week been?
1: Uh, normally, under these circumstances, I would have been sitting in a corner crying, but uh, I got a new dog. I haven't had a dog ever, so I have a puppy. And that has been occupying quite a lot of my time.
0: What type of breed did you get?
1: It's a shiny, Chinese crested powder puff. That's a shiny (laughs) naked dog, but uh, it's not naked. It has hair instead of fur. Mm -hmm. So you have to clean it a lot, but it uh, it's like softer than a a cuddly toy animal.
0: As someone who has a Jack Russell Terrier, I know well about tiny dogs and how they can drive you nuts. So, But they're also – it's fun to have someone, someone that can sit on your lap. Yep. Peter. Me? What it busy. is –
2: I've been doing a lot of teaching because testing's coming up. So, month, like Tuesday through Friday, I've been putting in an hours extra after my regular work. of just teaching kids and getting ready for testing, and the same adults too.
0: So, what what grade level are you teaching at?
2: Oh, I'm a martial arts instructor, not a grade teacher. But when it martial comes to people, instructor. yes. So, I teach anywhere from young kids to people who are older than myself. So, excellent.
1: What, what martial ex- arts?
2: Oh, yeah. uh, right now I'm working with uh, taekwondo. Otherwise, I usually do kickboxing and stuff like that too.
1: Nice.
3: You're gonna open up your own your own studio and teach? Yep. What's well, that has... happening?
2: Cool. End of the year, hopefully September. Because then I can sign up. <laughs> Is your knee gonna be held up this time? Huh? Is your knee gonna be able to hold up? Yeah, we'll see. We're gonna give it a shot. I need to do. <laughs> Take something. it easy. I need to do something <laughs> to lose some of this fat. <laughs>
1: Ne- Taekwondo T- is... seems to be a bad choice for if you have knee problems.
2: Uh, I would say this. I had knee problems myself. It's all an in... it. Easy if, if the teacher does it right, you can eat yourself into it. That you're, you can actually use it as rehabilitation because that's actually how my knee has gotten stronger, oh. for the most part. So if you train properly and don't go full bore and try and do stupid things, you should be able to strengthen those joints up again. Just because like half the thing too is everyone's like, oh, you hop in, start doing your and you no, like our the guy who teaches me and everything like that, who got me set up to teach it myself is a large portion of the class too, is just how to condition and get your body ready to do stuff in case. Well, cause if you are going to use it as a de- art to defend yourself, you're going to need to be able to physically conditioned to be able to do stuff. And so like a part of the class goes to just conditioning in your body, ready to do physical work. Yep. So it's not just people who aren't used to activity going in there, doing stuff and finding a way to get themselves hurt. So that's fun.
0: I'm more of a, a student of the arts of uh, redneck jujitsu, which is where you just kind of tear your shirt off and then brandish a gun. <laughs> that, that works. It, it works. It works surprisingly well.
3: Scare people works.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes,
3: no, yes I mean, it does. Uh,
0: I'll let the bigger guys in the band beat this guy up. That's giving me a hard time. That's really what I'm the guy that goes. I got nine one. You just. You know, say the word, now press that other one and hit send, and then we'll we'll get this taken care of, guy. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> lover, not a fighter.
2: Best way, to so. dissolve, best way to dissolve a lot of conflicts, like, for people who, like, want to jump other people, they're nervous half the time. So a really good way to do it is just make eye contact with people. So it's a fun thing to do just walking down the street is just make eye contact with people because they feel awkward as heck, and it's hilarious to watch. Do you lick your
0: lips after you make eye contact?
2: Usually not, because that can be misconstrued of either one of two ways. <laughs> do you lick <laughs> their lips? i <laughs> rather not be invited out to oh. dinner afterwards.
0: <laughs> Dan, Dan has a prudent question. Uh, do you lick their lips?
1: Oh, depends. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they would be uncomfortable
2: oh yeah. yeah that's breaching that whole comfort zone just really walk up stare at them and start licking their lips just
0: you might be the one going to jail at that point <laughs>
2: say i'm like i'm pretty sure you're breaking a couple laws at that point however i'm pretty sure they no longer want to conflict with you yeah <laughs> yeah no they don't <laughs> you know what, man i don't, I don't care I, i'm just out of here <laughs> just... <laughs> you know
4: what oh, thinking
3: food.
2: about it you're not worth fighting <laughs>
0: Another thing that works really well is just lift your shirt up slightly and then just kind of trace your finger around your belly button. <laughs> God damn. So. <laughs> oh, magic. Yeah, guys, what's going on in the news? I see that we have Popper Gauntlet season two starting up.
1: Yeah, I figured that uh, I was undecided for a long time, but now uh, we have a new website. And uh, I had Pauper to the people, so I figured, oh, I can reach a lot of Pauper players. Let's do a second season of the Pauper Gauntlet, starting August 31st. So on yeah. August 31st, there will be a call for decks. Uh, so brew Pauper decks and talk to me on MTGO Library. Cool. You can also check out magicgatheringstrat.com. That launched uh, two days ago. It's, Pretty uh,
0: killer site redesign.
1: No, it's uh, MT is still around. Magic Adding Strat is quite different. The only writers are uh, signed on, they are paid, and they uh, uh, have to deliver articles every week. Uh, there's also an indexing service. So we index all good magic articles on the web. So it will be like a, a portal to the magic web. Are, are you guys going to just do
3: articles? You're putting podcasts on?
1: And no podcast so far. Yeah. If we did, they would have to do an episode every week.
3: Because I got a podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, We're also going to run a league because we don't want to wait until Wizards actually deliver the leagues. Yeah. So uh, uh, there is a Silver Black League starting on MagicAddingStrat.com. So if you're into Silver Black, if you're not, you should be because you're listening to Pauper podcast, and Silver Black is a bit like uh, Pauper Deluxe. You get to play with inexpensive cards, but um, it's you get to play with all the commons and uncommons. So not many. Uh, Path to Exile is the most expensive card in the format, uh, except for the daisies and stuff from Pauper. Hmm. So it's a pretty Does interesting any-
0: format. It any, me. any interesting changes with Silverblack with the Vintage Masters stuff being released online, or or is that kind of I haven't looked still at it up yet. in the air.
1: Actually, I don't know.
0: I see a lot of stuff on my Twitter feed about people freaking out because they own Power on MTGO, and it's really weird seeing it in their collections. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I bet.
2: Oh, gentlemen, it looks like Mikey might be joining us. I just oh. got a message from him. Really? Yeah. You texted me outside of the
3: call
1: itself, so someone oh, trying yeah, yeah. to I guess I'll add him. You guys just keep going, I'll add him. Uh, one more thing regarding Uh I am not the editor of this site. I only write for it. I have uh, uh, franchised the name for the site, so other people are running it. But I'm on the site as a writer, and uh, I'm doing indexing for the finance articles.
0: So check it out.
3: But okay,
0: that awkward silence. Awkward science, Where are we? <laughs> We're at the metagame. I was, I was, I was content to let you guys go because if we lose listeners, I don't care. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the truth I... comes out, gentlemen. <laughs> nope, not it. true at all.
3: All right, Hopper Classic Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do we have here? We got. This happened on the 10th of June, 2014, so six days ago.
5: We have the same goddamn decks we had last it's week. It's the
3: same lists, pretty much. White Weenie, Delver. Another Delver. Grim Teachings, Tier 3 Popper Goblins. The hell does I'll it... oh, look at it. Interesting. What do we got here? We got Foundry Street Zen at Denizen. Good card.
5: Oh, he's playing Sparksman. Sparksman. That's why he called it. He's
3: playing Sparksman. Okay, the bad
1: card. Poor Sparksman. It's bad.
5: <laughs> what the hell is this? And we what got. Scouring a- Sands. Whoa, this what? is
3: interesting. This is Rug, but it isn't Affinity.
5: Oh, the Rug Delver deck. Yeah, that was a deck that was posted. I I forget the name of the person because it was so long ago. It was early in my pure TGO Man. writings. Yeah. Uh, He posted, I forgot his name, but he posted a deck uh, called Rug Delver, and actually there was a person who I will not name, but he's in the comments and it's not hard to figure it out, actually kind of called this deck a joke, which was very uncalled for, but uh, I don't think this deck is a joke. I always like this deck, but I can never get it to
3: work. Well, he top-aided with it, so it's not that much of a joke.
5: Yeah, uh, basically what it is, um, it's... Uh, It it works a lot like the old, old old-school Threshold decks in Legacy. Uh, Dan, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Like uh, Way, way back in the day, before Delver was a a card, uh, Legacy used to have... The best deck in Legacy was called Threshold. And the reason why it was called Threshold is because the main win conditions in the deck were Nimble Mongoose and Werebear. Yeah. Uh, which this deck is playing four of them and he's playing fourth Scythe Tiger. And that is uh Isn't that the is three, three
2: two a... Shrouder?
5: Yes, yeah, that's, that's not a typo. Ooh, a Scythe like S- like
2: yeah. Tiger.
0: Is... three two shrouder.
5: Yeah, he uh he's he, I mean he's basically nibble mongoose, man. That you is only cruel. need yeah, you only need like two lands to survive in this. Uh I mean he has burst lightnings, flame slashes, couple mana leaks. He has four counter spells though, which uh I personally never thought Counterspell worked in this deck, but I, I will admit that I was wrong in the end. Uh, playing Ponder, Preordain, because suck it, Modern. Uh, Vapor Snag, a couple of Spell Pierce. Like the real strength of this deck is the fact that um, it preys on the uh kind of like, it, well, it preys on White Weenie because White Weenie usually can't really do much about it. Oh wait, they're squadron hawk. Of course they can do something about it. Yeah. I mean it preys on tron Oh, wait a minute, it can't it can't really be Fangra Marauder. What about mono black and- no, they have edic effects. Uh, uh
1: mono blue control? If you it resolves yeah, Shrek, the I Scythe that, Tiger.
5: I think the fact that No, 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 they they have Spyrogolum.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you could do a ton of damage before they can cast the Golem.
5: Yeah,
3: Scythe Tiger is I guess. Something that they can't interact with, like back when I remember that blue white that blue white uh, Delver deck thing I did with the with the blue white Shroud guy that had his first strike.
5: Yes. Yeah. Oh, People, Death Duelist? When I would, yeah, I hated that, that card early in my. Yeah, time.
3: when I when I played that in the tournament practice room, I could win games with it, and Delver decks hated that card. Yeah, like, but you're have,
5: not you're not sacking a land to to get him out. Yeah,
3: there. but Delver. Delver decks just hated... I'd go against Delver players, and they hated that card because they couldn't do anything about it, and it was first strike.
5: I mean, the... Like... The real strength of this deck is, really... All joking aside, is... Uh, it preys on the aggro decks. Because they can't... Aggro decks aren't very good at dealing with a 2-mana 4-4 four four and a 1-mana 3-2 flyer. And the... Like, So certain control decks can't deal with a, uh oh sorry certain control decks can't deal with a one mana three two shroud guy I'll, I'll admit that but i mean if you if you look at his mana curve it's all ones and twos and yeah. and all of his all of his cards are, are value yeah right like he's not playing spell center sprite he's not playing cloud of fairies he's not playing ninja of the deep hours he he's playing more powerful cards for the same cheap cost
3: yeah that's kidding. why this
5: deck is so good
3: yeah, you're basically just hitting and striking while everyone else is setting up.
0: So two two things I want to cover. First, we need to welcome uh, Brennan onto the show. How's it going? There he is.
6: Hey.
5: Hey.
6: Hey. I, I I I fought technology and I won this time. That's awesome. I fought technology hey, and me. I
5: won. <laughs> I fought technology and I won. Hey, hey me. Shout out to the Say- dead Kennedys.
0: <laughs> we are we are taking a look at um, the Popper Classic Tuesday's metagame, uh, reviewing the Rug Delver deck. Oh, okay. And my question for you guys is, what do you want to see for an, for an opening seven? Like, what kind of mana are you wanting to start with? Are you wanting to start with blue or green? I'd yeah,
4: you... Green. Well,
5: uh, it, it, it depends. Like, a, a a really good hand would be, like, a Forest and a Scythe Tiger, and then you have probably, like... An island and a preordain and a delver, and I would I would say a term working expanse and like either a vapor snag or a mana leak. But uh, another good I mean another good hand would be like island mountain, a flame slash a delver a preordain like you typically want to keep hands that have preordains and ponder's because you want to be able to sculpt your your deck correctly. Because you, the, the later the game goes, the better you are because you're drawing so much gas. Okay. Like, you, like this deck heavily relies on running your opponent out of gas and capitalizing on it and giving them the least amount of turns to make any comeback whatsoever. I, I, I think, like, if you were going to beat this deck, the best way to beat this deck would be, like, a mono-green aggro, but apparently he proved me wrong because he beat Deluxikov in round four with Dilsikov's green deck, so I have no idea what I'm talking about, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Isn't that awkward? Fair enough. You go Flame Slash, they go Giant Growth, and they're 2-2. What are you supposed to do about it?
0: I don't know. Quit playing Magic? Do more
5: more damage? Haven't we, haven't we all technically done that already? What plan?
2: Not quite. but soon? <laughs> nah. What? What? What?
6: Huh? Sorry.
5: Oh. What? Just Coop. like just like old Titor? times, isn't it, Chris? Well, yeah. No, this no, is uh... the heck's going on
2: anymore.
0: <laughs> this thing about where is regrew? Where am, gonna, <laughs> where am I? What's going? What's anyway, going to go into editing this show?
5: The, the exact <laughs> top eight was uh, Kela. Ke- ke- pe- pe- ke- words are hard. Uh. Celevra6, I apologize if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, with White Weenie. And if you look at his deck, it is a typical White Weenie deck with Avon Rift Watchers, which I find to be quite hilarious. And uh, he's got four Bone Splitter, which I approve. He didn't lose a single goddamn match. Oh. What a warrior. What a warrior. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Uh, second was Torth with his Delver deck. You yeah, know, whatever. Next was Burnboy Bingham. I love saying that. Burnboy Bingham with Delver. And then Obstin again with his Grim Teachings deck. And then you have the Goblins deck, then the Rug deck. Deathwind is playing the Goblin deck. And DRL, is that an underscore? Or is it a space? No, DRL space Stillinger okay he's playing the rogue deck and then you have two MBC decks one by Scion of Justice and the other one by Gons again
3: he really Gons really likes that mono black control doesn't he he
5: it's really does thing. actually I mean after the, I think there was like a three week period where long time gone was like top four consistently and Gons was like alright I'm switching off affinity because I remember him playing affinity Scion of Justice I mean he just plays whatever the hell he wants
1: yeah
5: I thought Deluxikov quit, or so that goes the rumor.
1: He has been playing a ton of modern.
5: No, I mean I thought he quit popper. I didn't say magic.
1: Yeah, I, I've never seen him in a, in a PRe before.
5: Yeah, this is the first PRe I've ever seen him in. Oh, yeah. PK was in it, but he did not have it all.
2: because he played is it? that's the thing. He <laughs> loved <to> play <laughs> play his goofy
0: three-collar decks. Yeah. Mm. All right, so we also have mm. yep. a standard popper that took place on June 9th.
3: Yes. Yeah, I cover
5: that one. I
3: believe this is Brennan's department. <laughs>
6: yeah, I, uh, I have spoken about this particular event with um, Vault Boy Hunter, but we went over this, and as you can see, the f- top number one is an Orzov deck, which surprises me quite a bit. It's a pretty good deck. Um, it's heavy on uh, heavy on the black. It only uses white for Oromancer. Um, the uh, disciple of the uh, disciple of Phoenix activation or disciple of Phoenix or excuse me Scholar of Athrios and then Keening Apparition. That's a there's not too much in there, but it just uses that little bit of recursion. Um, it does a lot, because it uses the removal, uh, enchantment, you know, as enchantments as removal with the stab wound and... Quag sickness. Quag sickness. Isn't there stab wound more
5: of a win condition also, though, just because they'll lose to life? You Isn't- know, so
6: many people expect it. Um, I don't think there's a... There's not a whole lot of playing with four or three... Toughness or greater anymore. Or there's. Yeah, yeah. Without some sort of enchantment removal specifically for Stab Wound. It was such a big bad enemy when it first you know, mm-hmm. hit the scene that everybody. I think the passed. only real
2: deck that still plays with like larger than three toughness creatures is like what the uh, Cyclops deck, because it uses the four Cyclopses and the uh, mm-hmm. Weirds or whatever still. So. Right. That's always now, just weird, free damage on them.
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Weirds, you can. You know, suicide them, Get rid of that. But then in second place, we had Green White Heroic. Um it says heroic, but really is a we'll see, Wingsteed Riders heroic. And then who else? Is that it? Yeah. I wouldn't really call this heroic. But Green White, enchantments, enchant creatures seems a little more apt. Oh, Skyguard, excuse me. Yeah. Skyguard, which is pretty good. But anyway, uh that was in second. Uh the two fourths. A Boros and a mono black. Uh Godzo there with the uh mono black. He called it Black Touch. Um again, little I don't know why. There's only one Death Touch, but that's fine, whatever. Oh Death Gaze, right, there's two.
5: I'm sorry, I just had a really bad thought in my mind after you said the black touch. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh, come on, Mike. Hey.
5: Why? Come on, you... Uh, just because I'm the only one with balls to admit the fact that I was actually thinking it. You were all thinking it.
1: I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. I'm just New
3: York
6: I'm, I'm, I'm What's the deal to...
5: with the Blood Baron in this deck?
3: Is he, like, trying to...
6: Yeah, he's trying to be... He's trying to get cute with it. Yeah,
3: because, um... like... Like I'm looking at this deck, and I Blood just doesn't fit the deck. Like I can see why he has the gray Merchants but bloodbarn. But I'm I'm thinking if you're if you're relying on and gray merchant, you could have won the game already.
2: Because it's like an antuku husk, and it gets a it, if it's something yeah. you need to be wary of. Because if you don't deal with it, one unsafe block can end the game.
5: I mean, doesn't bloodbear just like not die to anything?
2: No, it does. It really does unless you enchant it with stab wound, it does not right. die. You you yeah, have
5: to just... have, you
6: have to have persistent damage or it's just gonna make it through.
5: Man, if only Demystify was legal in this format. <laughs> if, <laughs> okay. we right. is there what's oh. with the Rakdo Shred Freak in the sideboard?
6: For devotion?
2: Quit yeah.
5: damage. Really the
6: only reason. More more damage, yeah. And is is then...
5: it just like uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but is is it oh, really okay. just like not worth the main deck slot?
6: Uh, I I would probably put it in over a blood well,
5: bear. I mean, I here's the thing. That he, he that playing, like, he's playing three of this gutter skulk over the Racto Shred Freak.
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
5: Which oh, wow. I, I'm, <laughs> he's playing I'm the, the only one confused about that. He's yeah, like that
3: The <laughs> Shred Freak <laughs> just seems yeah. better.
5: Yeah. Like he's he's playing the worst bear over... A hasty, I mean, I, I, I'm a sorry. A hasty biker.
6: But... Yeah, I
5: am sorry, but now I don't personally understand this format, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I I mean, I think that was just a horrible decision on his part and I can't Apparently
2: help it. He doesn't like trickery. <laughs> like yeah. the is that's really
6: a reason. But there, there's not really that much like trickery. No, cuz Red really it?
2: isn't that strong of a color right now. No. Yeah.
5: Do, you it, do you see it main deck? Like
6: I would I would
3: go Rakdos over the gutter skulk.
5: Yeah. Ractos what? Ractos oh, shred, shred freak,
3: freak overkill. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. I don't know. Maybe maybe he thought he could get by with just mono black control, and he just wanted the Raktos Shred
6: Freak as like well, backup. Shred got
5: better control though. Like,
6: <laughs> yeah. I know. Mean... It's just it's it's really confusing. I've seen uh, I've seen a few people out there who run the um, basically a red weenie deck, and maybe that's wow. just to get out some early blocks. Or some early damage against Red Weenie, because with that um, heroic one drop for Red, or the heroic uh, one one, um, it can put on some it can put on some early beats. Yeah, I
5: forgot what so, it's called, but the guy that makes tokens. Maybe?
6: Yeah. Oh no 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 not not the Akroan, but the uh, Hoplite Seder Hoplite.
5: Oh yeah, that guy is a real beast if you get him going. I agree. With yeah, you.
6: he's a he's a pain in the butt. But yeah, that's that's what I would. But then again, I would probably just leave. Shred freak in there anyway? Cause he yeah, I mean, that all day. I'm, not,
5: I'm not, taking anything away from him, but like, mm. there's no logical reason I can see why anyone would ever do what he's doing. With playing the the random grizzly bear over a devotion to black two mana two one, with haste, I, I just don't see it. Yeah,
6: and one card that is getting a lot of play, um. Is the font of the return font of return where you get back three creatures from the graveyard? Mm-hmm. People, people love it. I can't blame them. When
2: I that'd saw be I really it, it'd
5: awesome. be really good with the blood baron. You sack your Grey merchant, yep. a gray
2: merchant. That's the one I think that's one of the decks we talked about last time. Like, like, I remember like someone had a sock out for a gray merchant deck, but yeah, like that says Like just. So I and just burn them. It's mono black burn at this point, basically.
6: It's yeah. So insane. <laughs> yeah. Burn. Get back. Burn. Gray Merchant,
5: the the out. uncommon common card. <laughs> so much. All right. Let's see. What am I, doing? I mean? Like, Fact or Fiction way back in the day was like better than ninety percent of the rares you would find in an Invasion Block, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. It that still has sense. value too.
5: Yeah. Like. Factor fiction is still one of those talked about cards that everyone remembers and it's like, yeah, never print that again.
1: Stop. It's <laughs> Vintage Masters.
6: It is in Vintage Masters. That's yeah, right. that is true.
5: Besides
1: that, in
3: paper, if you still own the original Factor Fiction, they still go for three bucks. Yeah,
6: they do. Not bad. So Alright. The next two are also mono black. Uh, not running blood baron, but Godzo made it to top four, where the others did not. So maybe there's something there. I don't know if the Gutter got him there, but
2: no, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Blood Baron. Like I said, yeah, it's just like it's if you be. do not block him, he can get in. Because like, you throw off enough bodies out with that deck, anyways. And if you don't block the blood or Blood Baron once, that could be a six damage hit
4: mm-hmm. instantly.
2: So, so is it safe to assume that he has Blood
3: Baron in the Blood Baron in there is just a. Uh... Uh, a scare tactic that's not the direction he wants to go, but he wants people to think that?
5: I mean, it's... it's, it's insurance. A... Oh, sorry. Why don't you go
2: first, Mike? You
5: sure?
2: Fine, I'll go first. It's like an insurance policy where if you need to, you can still bring on the pressure, but it's also something that needs to be respected because if you don't, like, if you don't find a way to deal with it, it could just end you, like I said, in a ran- in a swing if you don't block okay. it. Okay. It's kind yeah, of like I mean, a from Affinity.
5: I mean, like... Putting the fear of God in your opponent to the point where like your opponents are like eight or even just like ten and you have five creatures, they have to chump it every turn and lose a creature, yeah. and it just slowly chips away at them.
3: Okay, that makes sense. I just it's just kind of, as kind of curious about it.
5: I I mean that that would be my theory. I could easily mm-hmm. be wrong.
2: It's the same kind of reason why I used to run or I ran Intucu Husk in my uh, zombie deck it's just because.
5: No, we ran Intucu Husk because Intucu Husk is a G, all right. <laughs> no, that dude's what? awesome. You don't that mess with that dude. That dude's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's funny.
2: I love that and, guy.
5: <laughs> he really is good. We won so many games because of that guy.
2: <sighs> Reminiscing, but anyways, next deck.
6: Yeah, the uh, Esper Fawns, which is oh, he's doing the I'm pretty it, sure it, it's it. not. Yeah, I'm not. Pretty sure it's not Fawns. Hey, hey, Black
3: well, Ash Blue, blue then, White. Yeah, here
6: he is. Yeah, basically to recur the fonts, and the other um, like only three grand merchant.
5: What in the hell is the idea behind that? Yeah,
3: that should be four.
5: I humbly agree.
6: I guess it just ones replaced with the archaeomancer is about it.
5: Well, I mean, uh, really, the only way you're going to get any value of it. I mean, he's only playing two disciple of phoenix and what like one other black permanent. I mean, he's not getting much value out of it, I guess. Yeah, I I guess I can understand three in this deck. Yeah.
3: I would cut something for a fourth. What would you cut? Uh, Well, looking at all the instants and sorceries here, like Devour Flesh, you got four. Uh, Freakas Cure, you've got three. Pilfered Plans, you've got three. Grizzly Spectacle and Read the Bones are your, like, only big, I want to get them back. Uh-huh. And sometimes that's not even really good for you, because if it's later in the game, you're down on life anyway, and you can actually almost put yourself into death with that. I would probably go, at, go after the Grizzly Spectacle and just drop that and probably add it, because, like, I mean, you're not really... This is the mill one, right? Yeah, you're not really milling all that much with this N- deck. No, no, no this mills. deck is a gray merchant
2: deck. Yeah,
3: I, <laughs> yeah, I, get rid of Grizzly Spectacle, add the Grizzly Spectacle, and add that fourth gray merchant. Like, who cares about the Grizzly Spectacle? I mean, it's cute, but who cares? Right, yeah. I don't
5: and even and know if I like Pilfer Plants. No,
2: other... I would agree with Mike first. I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Pilfer Plants, but I guess he is using it more or less just because, like, I need more draw. Yeah, yeah but, it's
5: it's it's like, a pro trick. Read the Bones is just a thousand times better. Yeah, in my opinion.
2: Yes, but and I agree with you, but like that's paying, the thing, That's like the only reason I can think of why he's using it. Pain yeah. to life can actually hurt you in the long run. Wait, it, why are we paying to life? Oh, for, the for read the right. bones.
5: Well, then, no. in this sec, I can understand that because it is slow as hell.
2: Yeah, yeah. pain to life
3: could actually hurt you. So. Like that, I can I, I agree with one. Read the bones in this deck because you go two or three of them, start playing those, and rely on those on draw. Your opponent is going, "Thank you for losing two life. Thank you for losing two life." <laughs> oh well, yeah, no. he got, he, he how he much got in
5: your off
2: a lot of that for you too?
5: He got dream crushed in the top eight. Look at who he lost to.
2: So oh
5: <laughs> he lost to the person he beating around four to make top eight. <laughs> what an upset! That is a shame. Yeah.
6: yeah that would that'd be a that'd be a pisser <laughs> okay.
5: that, that that would upset me
3: so, but yeah that's that's right. pretty interesting
6: and then the last one is grim mancer, which is a junk deck yep. Kinda weird junk um,
2: without the hexproof creatures
6: yeah it's crazy you got Oromancer, hope on leaf crown um then you also have the grim guardian. Down there. Yeah, that card's
3: good. I yeah.
6: like him. Wait, sick. I'm
5: confused as to how this deck wins at all, or am I just missing cards from what I'm looking at?
6: Mm, no, I mean, it's kind of like playing green, green, black, white, good yeah. stuff.
5: Well, I mean, I mean, he only has. Um, am I looking at this right? It says he only has eleven creatures.
6: Um, let's see.
5: Four, yeah. four,
6: eight, eleven. Nope, is a fifteen. If you look at the comments below the actual.
5: Oh, okay. The, the...
6: Yeah.
5: screwed up. Okay, my bad.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's just. I think that's more due to yeah he's, gathering than anything
3: he's more. trying to. This deck is basically. I'm just gonna keep playing creatures and, and enchanting them and try to play out your removal.
6: Man. Right, and then he's got the font and the Oromancer to get yeah just about anything it, back.
5: Also uh, this site doesn't this site is separate from Gathering.
6: This is separate yeah it, it, used use Gathering's internet. no it, okay. it,
5: it, that's what I thought but when I first played in it it, it actually is its own site like oh. uh, after you sign up, um, yeah. I forget who hosts it but uh, the host actually just gives you permission to post a deck list after
6: uh, okay okay
5: yeah. which uh shout outs to Gwyn because he's the one that's been hosting it all this time. Oh,
6: yeah. Yeah, he, he's done a, a bang up job. I, yeah. I also read his article whenever he puts one out, too.
5: Yep, Gwyn Dizzy, bro. He does write for puremtgo.com, the greatest site in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Next to, you know, uh, I guess mtgostrat.com. I'm oh, sorry, Dan. Sorry, Breton.
1: It's magicgatheringstrat.com. Oh.
5: God damn it. I don't even know the name of Yeah. Oh, God. I'm such yeah. a great right. co worker. <laughs> okay
6: let's see and that that, that rounds out the topic do you eight. have any
5: comments no. on what i just said chris to be a bad
0: <laughs> no
5: you, you know what chris you know what i i have a favor to ask of you since next week is the last episode i want you to go in if you have any anger towards me or nate or peter after we came on this show i want you to just go in <laughs> if you have any anger towards the three of us, I want to see you just go in. I want to hear the. I want to hear the ghetto Chris Plummer. Find some hate it.
2: with Chris Plummer. I don't.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chris is good at venting it. Have you not watched our Skype chats before? They're hilarious. Need I remind know, like, everyone of like us firebombing something?
5: <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Good times. Yeah.
3: We have someone, Mike. Do you have the Twitch set up? We have someone wanting to join us on Twitch. What? What? Simon Um, and Chineer somewhere. He wanted like we said something about Twitch last week. You were gonna try getting that set up, and he wanted to join us on Twitch right now. Right now? Right now.
5: I uh, but uh, (laughs) I can't do it right now. I can't. I'm just gonna tell him next week. Yeah, that was next week. I uh. First of all, I uh, Twitch has unfortunately been no help to me, except for my title update. Am I
3: going to have to set mine up?
5: No, I can do it.
3: There we go. I, I, I took care Don't of it. Don't
5: worry. The, the last episode will be streamed.
3: Okay. I, I took care of it. Okay. That's,
0: all right. You guys, you guys want to talk some finance? Go for it. Uh,
5: you go Dan first. All you, Dan, man. Me? Go first, Dan. <laughs> Somebody talk about it.
0: Hey, well, I see about, that there's oh, a note ner- there.
5: Dan, yeah. go first.
1: Yeah. You want me to go first? Yes, I
3: want you to go first. It's desperation. Okay. I don't
2: have my stuff. Please cover.
3: <laughs> I still got to look. I guess still got to open the site for a site for my, my section. Uh,
1: the big thing right now, Dan, is Vintage Masters, of course. <laughs>
5: the MTGO card market has just plummeted due to it.
1: Yeah, don't buy it yet. Uh, it actually recoiled yesterday, so prices are up. But uh, supply is steadily coming in, so Mm -hmm. Winter masters should drop, and if it behaves anything like Modern Masters, the lowest prices for the chase cards should be around June 27. Uh, Commons, and uncommons are dropping uh, like flies and will be very, very cheap much later. Uh, I just picked up a couple of Chained Lightnings for 0.2 cents.
5: Wow. Screw you all. I paid a dollar for all of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, The other big thing is uh, modern PTQ season, which failed to happen on Magic Online, and modern prices are quite uncertain. People are testing for paper PTQs, but uh, modern prices didn't go as crazy as they were expected to. with such promise to bring back PTQs for modern PTQ season, but as usual, they did not deliver on their promise.
5: What is your opinion on the power? Should it be picked up now? Or should it be picked up later? Uh, June
1: 27th. So June 27th. Uh, two weeks okay. in is the traditional, uh, for, for a set like this, then, is the time when the chase cards should bottom out. Uh, right. So definitely don't pick up anything right now unless you can get chain lightnings for 0.2 cents.
5: Has uh, anyone heard anything about foil power?
1: Yeah, it's out there.
5: It's yeah, I saw, expensive.
6: <laughs> right, I saw, I saw a tweet. Um, someone from Wizards actually tweeted when the first foil power uh, was opened. They are like, we don't know who it is, but you know, congratulations.
2: It's <laughs> could be like Willy Wonka and this the uh, golden Freeze. ticket. It's time walk. Yeah.
5: This,
3: that's a good way of uh, putting it.
5: <laughs> Willy Wonka.
2: <laughs> I got a golden ticket.
5: I oh, got a golden ticket.
2: Someone's going to say, oh, we found the last one old Tom <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> that was a fake one.
4: <laughs>
2: Everything Paul's going to get you to the magic printing factory at Wizards of the Coast.
1: <laughs> to Do Traders doesn't have a single foil power Supernova I
5: actually I actually SuperNovaBots hasn't even listed it yet. I <laughs> yeah, they're, actually they're wouldn't mind hanging where. out with Mark
3: Rosewater. Just saying.
5: What?
3: If they had a golden ticket thing and that you got to spend a day with Mark Rosewater, I would be <laughs>
6: for it. Only only if he wears the uh, Willy Wonka purple.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll only do it if I can ask him, what the hell is he on? And he tells me the truth.
1: I think he's on medication to slow him down.
6: I was about to say, I think he's just high on
3: life, bro. Yeah, he he's is. High on life. I, I love his podcast, by the way. I just want to shout that out. I, I, I love Drive to Work. That show is awesome.
5: Like he is one of the most entertaining guys to listen to. He he talks faster than the than the speed of light. Yeah, it, it, like I like he is. I, I I gotta admit, he is way too happy. All the I time. spent.
1: Uh, uh, i uh, spent some days in his company um uh, in seattle and uh, it was before he started working for wizard uh we were like who is this hobbit jumping around
5: oh, wait is he short? <laughs> we really like, this sh- guy
1: is too much is he really that short
0: yeah yeah
5: he's pretty
0: short. yeah he's pretty short <laughs> he's, he's the like, hobbit of magic the <laughs> and I, I feel like we're coming very close to me having to edit some stuff here <laughs>
2: But, uh, Chris is coming down uh, with a censorship stick. Yes.
5: Hey, we're we're coming down China? to the last few times that we're going to be together, man.
0: That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Ever. Yeah,
5: I know. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to come up with a good reason that we're bullshit right now. So, you know,
3: any more financing, Dan? Yes, yes I, I uh, This Go is the
1: time to pick up your Theros block cards if you uh, want to play Standard uh, for the next year. So, pick up playsets. I don't know how good Theros block is for investing, actually, because it seems much better to invest in Vintage Masters or modern once uh, PDQ season ends. But you should definitely get your playsets for Theros block yeah. right now.
6: Yeah. Pro tip, Perforos,
5: Perforos
1: is the yes, keyword. Purphoros.
5: Someone needs to drive the pack Gold prices for Theros here. up so I can sell my 19 packs for three tickets each.
1: Uh, you should just wait until the fall.
5: Dude, I've been waiting for, like, X amount of months.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's still being drafted, so... Uh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. You should be able to get close to four tickets on, in February, March. Yeah. I,
5: I hope that they go through the same process that Return to Ravnica did. Uh,
1: there's a lot more Terrors packs uh, than Return to Ravnica packs. That is true. Uh, because of the draft structure and because of the growth of the game.
6: Yeah.
4: Oh
1: god. But uh having said that I have a hundred packs myself, so
4: <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: I'm, it, it seems like wow. a very safe thing. And it's actually good pickup right now. That's they, it for finance.
5: If you if you pick up Therese packs now, you'll probably make like at least a dollar fifty on every one of them.
1: Yeah
5: in the fall. So
1: I think That's you should be able good. to make like thirty percent at least uh, All right. relatively right. safely.
3: MTG you finance,
5: real huh? All right, now we're
3: done. Oh no, MTG finance on the paper front. Uh, conspiracy dropped, and when it first came out, a lot of your reprints were really, really high end. Were really, really up there. Like uh, Dak Faden was the big guy, and he was uh, yeah. Dak Faden was your big guy, and he actually went for like fifty bucks, like first uh, first on release. He dropped the 30 now. I think he's going to hold $30 because he's really good. He's next yeah, like the, the
5: that's He's the, the premier card Planeswalker from Planeswalker the set. Price. Yeah. Huh? That's the usual Planeswalker price is, uh, Yeah, the usual
3: Planeswalker. Planeswalker price. Uh but uh they took it... At, a week after release, all all the conspiracy cards took a huge dive like like uh they a lot of them lost Anywhere from 50% to 30% of their value. But it's not... I don't find that all surprising, being that uh, a lot of your, your cards in this set are reprints. Like, if really look at this set, like, I, I want to say at least 70, 75 to 80% of the cards in Conspiracy are all reprints anyway. So it, it's not a surprise that they went down. But... If you're a EDH player, then this set is awesome because th- they did do reprints. Your 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 key cards that are in almost every EDH deck, like Mirari's Wake, Pernicious Deed, um, Stifle. Stifle, Page the Untouchable. All these cards are down. They're cheaper than the originals. So if you want if you're one of those EDH players that want those key cards, it's the time to get them is now. Because I I think eventually they will go back up.
5: I mean, there's got to be so many copies of them in circulation. I I mean, I've heard in the last two weeks, even just around my local stores, that there were so many, not just boxes, but drafts going on. Yeah. There were so many packs open, it wasn't even funny.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the retailers are having a hard time dealing with conspiracy because, uh, like retailers, the people that buy, it, buy it, that sell, like the card shops, they map their booster boxes, like so they they can tell tell you know what good cards would be left in a box. But there's so many good card reprints. All the rep- they reprinted the crap out of so many good cards that uh, a lot of uh, retailers have pretty much said that yep this we can't map this like there's so many so many awesome reprints in these boxes that it's impossible to map it's anyway cuz I, and I believe it cuz I bought a booster box of this and when you're opening two I opened two explorations uh, a Mirari's wake a misdirection a stifle um uh, I wanted two swords to plow a shares. I mean that that's just that's not normal. <laughs> like to pull that much good stuff in a box is not normal.
5: Are you unhappy about it?
3: No, I'm not,
5: but its it's it's it's
3: <laughs> abnormal compared to your normal booster box drug pickups
1: but, i mean but aren't aren't some of these cards expensive just because they were in extremely short supply before conspiracy? They were well, ancient cards.
3: Like, Reflecting Pool got reprinted, and I well, know that a, one wait is... A well,
5: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many times was Swords reprinted? Think about that.
1: No, but back. I'm not... Swords is uh, the best removal ever, but uh, some of the other cards, some of really? the rest.
6: Yes, Stifle.
5: No, I, I know, but but my point finishes. is, like, even Swords was, like, a $6 card, just because Yeah. every single, almost every single deck in Legacy that packs Swords played four. That's a yeah. lot of copies of Swords that are needed.
1: yeah. And
3: that
5: I'm think...
1: sure there are some expensive cards that don't see a lot of play. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: And they should plummet.
3: Yeah.
5: Like, Pernicious like, Deed didn't see a lot of play, but it was still an expensive
0: card.
3: Yeah, and, like, if you don't count Conspiracy, the only time Swords to Plowshares were printed after 3rd edition were, like, your edition. subsets. Battle royal Anthologies, Battle Royale, uh... Cold Snap as a, re, a special reprint, Collector's Edition, Conspiracy, Dual decks, El- Elspeth versus Tezzeret from the Vault 20. Like, you're only seeing those reprints in special sets. So, okay. I mean... Not I mean, just that,
5: you're seeing them in sets that aren't draftable.
3: Yeah. This is like the first draftable set it's been in a long time, so... Yeah. But no, it's like yeah, right right now the prices are down. I, I'm thinking eventually your these the high end higher end reprints will go back up. So like I would buy them now while they're low because as conspiracy gets older, it's it's like right now it's the, it's the new hot thing and everyone's still drafting it. But after conspiracy gets older, you're going to see a lot of these prices climb back up. So it it's it's pretty good to get right now.
5: I mean here here's the problem like right like right now there aren't as many legacy players using four copies of source shares as there will be like 2 years from now yeah so yes the, the the lack of source supply shares that are in the world are is going to just drive the price up it's the simple supply and demand method.
4: yeah
3: so but that's all i really got about finance just with the conspiracy and how and they're really really hot on ebay right now EBay. So, I mean, like I just like any conspiracy card is hot on eBay. They're, they're, it might be a three dollar card, but it's if you're sell if they're selling them on eBay, they're they're going a dollar over their actual value, and people people are not are, aren't even batting an eye over it. They're buy, they're paying it. So that's pretty impressive, huh?
5: EBay so that's got impressive. Hacked. Yeah.
3: So, but yeah, I still cool.
5: refuse to use eBay after it got hacked because I don't trust it, so...
3: But, yeah, so... I mean, that's just what finance... That's all I really got on finance. All right. Do you want to do topic two or one first? Uh,
0: uh,
5: let's do topic two first.
3: Yeah. Because
5: topic one is really what this episode is supposed to be about.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Topic two. Who submitted this topic? I did. Go for it, Dan. As as usual, I think that wizards know what they're doing, and wizards wanted to kill Pauper. At least they wanted to hurt Pauper because Pauper was bad for them. But I don't think they intended Pauper to die this hard. I think they wanted the premier events to run and they are seeing that the premier events are not running. So I think, uh, actually I should have ma- mentioned that during finance, but I think pauper cards are pretty risky, but good pickup right now. Uh, and I think I know one way they could resurrect pauper, uh, and that's constructed leagues. Did any of you play leagues when they were around? Uh,
5: I didn't play constructed ones, but I played limited ones. And they
1: haven't, have never had constructed leagues. But this oh, time, I, I thought they had. <laughs> when they reintroduce leagues, uh, there will also be constructed leagues. And I think that is the format that would be perfect for Pauper. So when you play a league, you play for a couple of weeks and you uh, get to play the same deck. In constructed leagues, you will have to play the same deck for the entire league. But it's much more casual than uh, any tournament format on Magic Online today. And I think that's the home they want for Pauper. Uh, and pauper, so I really, I, I really expect that uh, pauper could be resurrected this way. And if it, if they don't include pauper in constructive leagues, they truly hate pauper, <laughs> because it seems to be the perfect format for the constructive leagues.
5: I think there's a very very fine line between the word hate and not caring.
1: Yeah, but I think with such care, I think they I think their their decisions are made for some sort of reasons. And um, and they look at their bottom line all the time. I think they could get players playing constructed that wouldn't otherwise if they had these leagues. Because I think they have identified that there is there actually was a purpose to pauper.
5: What was the purpose, in your opinion?
1: To be the gateway drug, to introduce people to. to be the gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a really,
5: really messed up way of looking at it. But, right. but that,
1: it's that's true. the
4: big goal,
2: though. No, it, it that's it why we true. thought the just... wouldn't go away. How many times have we joked that magic in general is uh... a What's it called? A drug N- in general, like N- Nate Card- always goes drug- like, "I gotta do this oh, yeah. to pay for my habit." No, 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 no. Right. Hold, hold-
5: cardboard crack. Yeah. I mean, magic is no magic is like the end drug. It it it's what happens when you start with weed and just go straight to to her- to LSD. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, so you quit crack heroin and went to magic.
2: Yep, <laughs> I think we're going. It's easier on bit. the body.
5: Most yeah. of the time, yeah, I think I think it going-
2: is actually.
1: <laughs>
5: I don't. I've never taken LSD before, so I wouldn't know. Like, I think. I know you're, on you're taking 60s. LSD.
3: Like LSD, I like. That. Yeah, I like. I don't know. I, I think Popper could possibly be resurrected, but like my my problem with it is the fact that it the when wizards did kill it, it left a really bad taste in my mouth. Like, them just up and. Just not even really gradually trying to move away from it, but just, we're done. It, they, just they ending it, like, we're done. Just It kind of really left a bad taste in my mouth and really makes it, for me personally, that it's like, you know, makes me not want to even do the format ever again because of that.
1: Uh, but and they, I, I they think, do these kind of things because they know that the, the player base uh, always comes back. Yeah, and I... I have but, done so many things that people but, said they would quit. The yeah, game. but I
3: think you're going to have a percentage of players that will have that bad taste in their mouth and just won't come back because of it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's uh, part of their calculation. They're willing to take that. Yeah. As they, al- as they always have. So...
3: But, I mean, I'd love to see something. I mean, I'm not going to get rid of my mtgo account because every once in a while i might want to jump on and play every once in a while but uh if they start up leagues great i mean i would probably be up for maybe trying it once or twice but yeah. it's i i just i i, I don't to me i the, the future looks pretty dark and it's just that that kind of bugs me
1: actually i have a really hopeful vision as well what if they give us standard popper constructed leagues?
6: Yeah. I'd play it.
5: I yes, we know Brennan. I would. Hey, don't I be shitty on standard popper. <laughs> standard? I mean, well, I'm not I, shitting on it. I just took a pot shot because it was funny. Brennan, I, <laughs>
3: I, I used I used to I used to be uh, uh I used to be primarily liking popper better than standard popper, but stand but standard popper seems to have a little bit more wiggle room where there is no wiggle room in regular popper. Like, decks are your decks, and that's it.
6: The fact that standard popper changes so often, even more often, you know, during the year, and I know you can say rotation in, you know, in October, but even every new set is, because it's such a limited card base, something new can come along. Yeah. And that's, that's what I find most interesting about it. You
5: know, you know what I compare this pop to? How many of you guys actually, Have played Hearthstone?
6: I have.
3: I have. I just started playing it.
5: But, uh. Okay. Dan Brennan, have you guys, like, instantly played it? Try, you know, played the ladder and everything? Yep. Yeah, a little bit. Now, if you notice in Hearthstone, there is a very, very limited number of cards that are actually playable. So when you have a card like. Uh, okay. It, it, instead of certain types of decks playing certain cards, like, you know, there's a bunch of green cards in the format, mm-hmm. but you're not going to see, uh, you're going to see Tarmogoyf in the zoo deck and a mono blue control splashing Tarmogoyf. You're not going to see Walden the Coddle in the deck. But in Hearthstone, it's different. You have, you know, where you have, like, the Sun Fury Protector Yeti thing. Mm hmm. I mean that that's what you have. In standard pauper, it's the same thing. You have such a limited card pool. So instead in so people are, are going to play random cards. Like that that there's too much I I honestly believe the reason why people love Standard Pauper is so much, and this is not a bad thing, there's so much variance because you can just come out of nowhere with cards that people forget about over time.
6: Yep.
4: hmm Very, very but true. It,
5: the the biggest problem with classic pauper is that's just not possible. Like uh, Delver will always be better than half than half the cards you're going to play. Same thing as Counterspell. Like, Counterspell will always be better than Metal league You're never going always to that's be to
1: <laughs> formats
5: Exactly. Like, I believe standard pauper can survive. I think classic pauper though, Dan, it, it, it it's it's had its day in the sun and it's done. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't every popper writer, except for like me and a couple of other people, quit after the dailies were done? They just hung on. They just threw in the towel.
1: Yeah, but that Because the dailies were gone.
5: Yes, but is that really what defines the format? Like when I started writing about the format, we didn't have dailies. Like, is that really what defines a format?
1: I don't think it is. So that's why I think it will come back. And actually, pauper is, uh, it isn't dead right now, but it's uh, extremely No, but, but, but you're
5: not, you, but you, you see, you don't think that, and neither do I. But the fact that most of the pauper veteran writers, I'm not going to name any names, but most of the pet veteran pauper writers up and quit. Even most of the veteran superstar players quit after dailies were done. So it makes everyone believe that if there are no dailies, there's no point in playing pauper and it it, it it's po- it, it it's already poisoned everyone's mind. I honestly don't think there's a way of going back on it.
3: Yeah, your grinders quit as soon as the dailies are done.
1: Yeah, of course they did. But I I think it, the videos I post for Pooper they are as popular as ever. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people playing it casually.
5: Yeah. Yeah, but the casual scene <sighs> I really hate to say this, but the casual scene is not enough for to to make wizards want to give anything to pauper. Yeah, no, I, I
1: don't think they will do it out of the kindness of their heart. But I think they need it as a as a nice introduction format to the constructed leagues because standard is expensive, modern is expensive. What will people be playing in the leagues?
5: Yes, but. For, for casual players, you have EDH and, and the casual room for people who just want to mess around. Like yeah. magic Magic has unfortunately become this type of sport where it, you know there, there's streaming going on. there's Pro tours, there's Grand Prix, there's more money than ever before being given away. Yeah. Like Wizards doesn't care about an introduction. Like you want an introduction, watch a video, watch a standard video by any chatter or fireball writer. There's your introduction. Like, magic has become pay to win, and I don't think Wizards cares about that. I think, I, I don't think that they tried to make it that way, it but I think the if they Yeah, I think they fully accepted it.
1: I think we're we're approaching a much bigger issue that's uh, with such attitude to magic online.
5: <laughs> no, but that also defines Pauper because it's in Pauper. It's not really pay to win because it's so cheap. And Wizards, like you said it a thousand times already, po- Wizards doesn't want that. Yeah, it's
1: they a really don't, sad. They don't truth. want to um, uh, sponsor it by dailies, but they did want to sponsor it by Premier Events, and that didn't work out. Yeah.
5: I mean, that's the community's.
1: And, and they actually upped the, uh, the Premier Events to a point where they were plus EV. But he still didn't fire because the commitment was so big in time. Yeah. Yeah. So I Plus think for sleep, I mean so, I won't get into the magical line thing because <laughs> yeah. that'll take forever.
2: Well, I heard Yeah, that, that's gonna take a long time. <laughs> that's a different beast
3: attack. I heard there's a lot of people that don't like the beta and a lot of people that are just get as much play I've heard I've heard this and I don't know if it's true or not. But there's people that have come out and said that uh, I'll play. Is, I'll play until they force us on the beta. Because once they force us on the beta, right. I'm done. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, I'm... that's
6: my biggest fear. From, a, from <laughs> nothing else, of finance.
5: But listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this now, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add words to what Michael Jacob has already said a thousand times over. There, the, what a beta is, is, and, and Chris will understand this because let's take Battlefield. Alright, let's take Battlefield... Let's say Battlefield 3. They had a beta. It was three months to get some bugs worked out. You're not a beta if you're 18 months in. That's just not what a beta is. That's a there's second a lo- client.
0: <laughs> there's, a larger, there's a larger issue at play there that kind of deals with video games as a whole as what constitutes an alpha and what constitutes a beta at this point. But... You know, I think that ultimately with the, with the conversation about whether or not Wizards quote unquote killed Popper, I mean, I think that I tend to fall more on more on Dan's end of the spectrum, which is um yeah, you know, they they quit the daily, they stopped the daily events, so we lost the grinders. But I mean, that would have happened to Modern, that would have happened to yeah. Standard that would have happened. That would have happened to any format whatsoever. Um, we just happen to have a vested interest in, in the format that it's it's did not that. It's classic, too. true. Yeah, so it's one of those things where, um, you know, just from my perspective, it's like, yeah, that was kind of a given. And while the grinders were kind of like the quote unquote um, celebrities of the format, it doesn't necessarily mean that the health of the format has declined because of it. Um, I think that the, uh, spotlight and, and the, the visibility of the format probably declined because of it. Um, you know, just looking at my Twitter feed and, and looking at, you know, articles and, and Facebook and all that stuff, you know, if less people are talking about it, it's going to seem smaller than what it really is, but that might not necessarily reflect on, on the health of it as a whole Yeah, would be, would be my initial thought to that. Um, and the other thing, I uh, had another point too. I'm gonna lose it. Um, let me see. We had the grinders going away. Um, what What is interesting is how they're going to. If it does, one of two things is going to happen. It's gonna be. It's gonna remain a casual format, or we're just going to get a new batch of grinders to fill that void. Um, but you know, from my own personal experience, you talk about you know casual formats people would rather play play commander um and for me, that's categorically untrue. I'm not a fan of Commander you know I would rather have you know a sixty card deck and play some sort of constructed format, even if it's completely casual um, so i don't know i guess i'm just i guess I'm just providing a counterpoint to to what it is i'm well, hearing
3: that's understandable i mean. Commander's not for everybody,
0: right? I mean, sure.
3: but I, it's just I don't know. I guess I—I'm I guess I'm of that I'm of that uh, category of popper player that when they took the dailies away and the news cycle started becoming less and the the writers be, started becoming less, it was just like just left a really bad taste in my mouth. And it's like, do I really want to get back? If this does get revived, do I really want to get back into this only to find out that they're going to kill it? I, I'm going to get all amped up and excited about it again and they're going to kill it again.
5: I mean, here, here's the fact of the matter, right? Is it possible that we can ever trust Wizards again as a pauper community? Because I don't, I'm not sure if we if we can. Because they're, they're more than capable of doing this again.
0: I think you trust them just as much as you would trust McDonald's to bring the McRib out on a regular basis, which is to say that they're they're a corporation and they're free to do whatever it is they want.
1: But that's yeah, the problem. I, I feel like it's uh, my attitude to Microsoft. I hate a lot of stuff they do, but I have to use it. <laughs> and I have to play Magic because it's a great game. So... Yeah, and
0: we've, we've had this argument before about what Wizards owes to its to its... You yeah. know, fan base, yeah. and uh, you know we're going to fall on opposite ends of the spectrum of that as well. So, so I'm not, I'm not too keen to, to bring it back up. But well, well no,
5: yeah. no, no, no. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. That, that, that's not, that's not what I was trying to bring up. Well, what I mean is, let's say they bring dailies back and we get a new batch of grinders. Can we trust them to keep Hopper around this time?
1: Why, why or, would dailies come back?
5: Okay, I, I, I'm just speaking in, like, if they were going to try to revive Pauper, to, make it, as popu- so. yeah, to make it as popular as it was again, whether it's make leagues, No, dailies, that, that
1: would never happen. They will never make Pauper plus EV format again.
5: So then why would anyone... I mean, the whole point of Moto is grinding for most people. Even Pauper became that way.
0: No, well, because... No, the whole point... The, the, the whole point of ex- Moto... Sorry, Dan. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole, the whole point, the whole point of Moto and the whole point of Magic: The Gathering is to play a card game. The point of Magic isn't to make money or to make a career out of it. The point of it is that it's a game, and the point of MTGO is it's a way to play the game online. I don't think a lot There's, of
4: people think of that that way.
0: Well, that's that doesn't that doesn't that, that inherently gets to the point that, you know, where people start to feel like Wizards owes me something or how could wizards do this to me? It's like because they're a business and they can do what they want. Yeah. Uh-huh. And right. if they don't support daily events for something so that I can have positive EV I mean, I don't get positive E V out of playing a video game. I don't get positive E V out of um buying, you know, buying Hearthstone packs if i if that's the route i go with it i, I don't get, get positive
5: i get happiness out of playing video games that's positive i, mean, I don't know what you're well, about.
0: no and i mean that's that's but you oh, know that's inherently joking. i'm just joking no i know i get what you're <laughs> saying that's inherently the difference is that these grinders and these people who are quote unquote you know professional magic players and, and hall of famers or whatever that's not that's not what magic is magic's a game yeah and and True. and and a game, something. It's something that you enjoy, in spite of the fact that you have to spend money to to play it.
5: Well, well, I mean, I mean
1: and I think at least uh, I pretty much know at least ninety-five to ninety-eight percent of players are thinking exactly like you're saying, Chris. Yeah, uh, I'm trying. Was, I'm
5: trying to think of how I want to put what I wanted to say.
1: Can I add something? Yeah, uh, go for as it. you guys didn't play leagues, leagues is. By far, the format I play the most on Medical Line. They were great. They were fun. Just... They were fun. Yeah, they were four weeks and uh, they were horribly wee. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were, they
5: were terrible. They were so
1: much fun. But one of the reasons they broke down was that there was rampant cheating. So that's what has been so hard to figure out about leagues. Yeah,
5: the, the problem with leagues was well, there were two problems. One, after version three came out and Wizards decided to make everything in-house, their programmers didn't know how to design a server good enough for leagues to not crash. Moto.
1: Not too. Yeah.
5: But the bigger problem was, there would be people at a five at like I don't know, a random number five hundred people that would join the leagues. There would be thirty different people with like five different accounts. Yes. And that was really bad for business. Oh wait, yes. in ter- in in terms of Triple H that wasn't good for business
0: <laughs> but i mean i think i think that inherently gets to 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 the breakdown of of kind of where there's there's almost a sky is falling mentality in reference to popper and that's because you know i i think i look at people who would do a league event and you know quadruple or quintuple q or something and it just boggles my mind because there's i mean go Go gamble. Go go play 21 or something I don't instead. People,
5: I, mean, I don't know how people quad Q. I've watched friends triple Q, and it's just nauseating to watch them go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I don't know how they do
0: it. And, you know, ultimately, that's not what, you know, Magic was was made for. And ultimately, that's, you know, realistically not what the client, the MTGO client, was made for. And just because there's a very vocal minority that's trying to tell us that that's what it is. It doesn't make it true. You know, the truth of the matter is, is it's a a video game or a physical card game made by a company that wants to make money doing it. Yeah. And I have no and that's not, I don't think yeah, any of us... And, that's and not they're any pretty good, good at it. it. Yeah, Absolutely. they're really good they're, at it. They're fantastic at it. And they're fantastic at listening to what what their fan base has to say for a company that that is obviously in it to make money. You I know, mean...
5: Oh, sorry. I thought you
0: were done. People, you know, people will complain about wizards not listening to them enough, and not have the foresight to realize that out of all of the company, you think Activision is going to listen to you when you tell them you want this I instead of that? I would not have that? Up that company. You, well, that, that's exactly you know, <laughs> it's it's exactly the same thing. It's like people are looking at it as a glass half empty when in in reality it's a glass half full type of situation. And you know, it kind of gets to the you know, to to kind of throw it into just a little bit of perspective would be, you know, this show coming to an end. It it really, I mean, it's tough to find news and it's tough to find articles and it's tough to find things to talk about when, when those vocal minority have, have given up on the format because of, you know, reasons like EV and things like that. But it's not, it doesn't mean the format's unhealthy. The reality of the situation is where we are in our lives right now. You know, the show doesn't, have the I guess for lack of a better term the show itself doesn't have the EV as far as like taking up time I mean me being
5: it doesn't have enough coals left in the barbecue to keep going
0: well yes and yes and no but I think ultimately we've for the majority a good portion of the show hosting wise has kind of moved on and I mean you know I didn't stop playing I didn't stop playing popper because I thought the format was dying I didn't stop playing it because (laughs) The EV was bad. I stopped playing Popper because I didn't have time to play Popper anymore. And, and that, to me, it felt, like it, would be a dis- yeah, it felt like it would be a disservice in, in some ways to continue <laughs> yeah. being. Yeah, I mean, aside from the last twenty minutes and and introducing the show, I haven't had a whole lot to contribute. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's kind of where I am too. Like when I when I originally brought up to you that I was interested in like. Just resigning from the, at least the lead, the lead, uh head, head ho- the head, main hosting. It's just, I, there's, I can't find any news. Like, I don't know what to talk about. Can't find any news. You know, it's like, I can, like, I could talk about deck lists because I've been playing Magic for so long. I can look at a deck list and understand what's going on. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like a complete d bag because, you know, I don't have I haven't had time to play the play a lot of the play online a lot, and uh, just it seems like poppers just not as prevalent it was as it was before.
0: Well, here's 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 ultimately the thing is it's it's not any sort of defeat or concession or anything. It really is just. The majority of the hosting staff has kind of moved on to different things in their life. There was a part of me that seriously considered, you know, why don't I just give the show to Dan and, and or give it to, you know, MTG Strat or, or Magic Gathering Strat or, or something of that nature. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that, you know, the show itself has gone through so many hosting changes
2: Ain't that the truth, and
1: yeah.
0: It, it, it just it, it can't.
1: every podcast that has done a hundred
0: plus episodes have done that. Yeah,
5: that's true.
0: I just I, I wrestle with the idea of is it better for for a show that wants to come into existence is it better for them to pick up the mantle or is it better for them to build their own identity.
5: Man, I
2: interject for just two seconds? Yeah. Because, in all honesty, at this point with the hostess all finding times, like, I think, it, personally, I believe it's better for a new show to come up and not just carry the popular the people mental, because, in all honesty, they're not us. They shouldn't be held. Like, Whenever you take something that carries the same name, people look at it in a different light. It's kind of like, oh, and they're always looking back and comparing. So well, this way, if we're closing down and bringing the title down with us, if someone is to come up behind them, they're all given a fresh look at. They're not judged against us. Yeah. I, I
1: started Pauper as a grinder. I got into, back to Magic Online uh, during Dark Ascension in 2012. And I looked for, OK, what can I grind? And I, I saw Pauper. I decided to grind Pauper. Uh, I had almost all of my tournament success. I was a winning player during 2012. And then I started a YouTube channel. And I was seduced by Pauper. Uh, as it was so fun to be casual in Pauper. So I'm a much worse player now than I was in 2012. (laughs) And I stopped stopped playing the dailies because uh, those videos didn't get as many views, because people wanted to see Rogue Bruce. Yeah. Uh, But during all this time with Pauper, I noticed that like no other format, some people treat Pauper as a religion. Pauper has been a very, very emotional format. And I never looked at pauper. I don't love pauper. I I like pauper because pauper is an eternal, casual format that's with a huge card pool, with a lot of possibilities for brewing. And that's what makes it nice. It's not... I, I don't get all these religious feelings about pauper that you see from. And I think that was what made people quit as well. No, my religion is wrong. Let's go away and I've had I, so many really real discussions with people players. say
5: that to themselves
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I really
5: really it. hope that that's not what people said yeah.
1: but uh, well, a lot of people were very emotional about pauper and I never yeah. got that
5: and like it's
2: kind of like uh, I'm trying to find a good analogy is
5: well vintage and legacy are the same way are they? yes
1: well, I mean, vintages. Yeah. Vintage, well, well, you... I wouldn't know.
3: Uh, basically, okay, I'm just going to reiterate what I put on Facebook and just read it because I po- I, I'm i the one that wrote it. Um, this is what I wrote on, on Facebook, and we have some people that commented on it. Um, uh, but this is what I wrote. Just reiterate it, Kirk. I said, On behalf of the Popper to the People crew, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for taking the time to listen to the podcast and sharing your thoughts and ideas in the past 158 episodes. A decision has been made, and it has been a hard one to make, but with Popper Dailies and Premieres gone, with the slow news cycles and very little news to actually report on, we have decided it would be best to close the doors for the final time on episode 160. Chris will be joining us hopefully for 159, but definitely for 160. It's only proper to have the boss there on the final for the final show. I and the crew are proud of our accomplishments within the popper community and hope that through all the goofing around and fun we had on the show, that you, we still gave you, the listeners, the content and information you needed to play the format and enjoy our show as much as we did recording it. And it says, I hope to talk to all of you next week live. Uh, and then we have our comments here. Uh, Brayden Defoe, uh, he wrote, uh, sad news, sorry, sorry to lose such good content. Thank you. Uh, Perilous Myrrh. you'll be missed, guys, hope to see you around soon. Oh, good old Perilous myrrh Uh, <laughs> and then Dan wrote his stuff, the uh, makes, well, you know, you know what you wrote, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Warren Connell wrote, "That's a bummer, man. I'm. I'll miss you guys. Where will I get my popper fix now?" And then uh, we had Simon. Oh, Anachini. Apparently, I didn't right ruin your name or misspell your misspelled your name. Too bad. He was wanting to be on Twitch today, but we'll be doing that next week. So he is sorry. Joint. He will be joining us next week. Sorry. So, yeah, he'll be joining us next week on there. But uh as a whole just uh, I I just wanted to put out there that like I started out as a listener on this show and got, was lucky enough to get picked up by Chris and uh <coughs> uh eventually become a main host and uh I I enjoyed every 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 show I ever did. I mean, I really enjoyed all of it and uh it really helped me get started on a new <laughs> podcast which which I'll be going to after we're done with Pop the People which I've already started but uh yeah but no I just I'm really thankful that Chris brought me on and stuff cuz I've I have enjoyed every minute of this so
5: you do realize that I was the one who suggested to Chris you come on right
2: I did not know that but oh <laughs> there's oh. nate not knowing things again but uh now yeah now I'm like an ass <laughs>
5: I apologize, but that—that's—that's that's
3: what I've got there. It's just people writing in. A lot of people read it. Um, people on Facebook, and i mean, you know what? It's—it doesn't really disappoint me that a lot of people didn't send stuff in. I mean, everyone—we, our core listeners and all that—the ones that have followed, been following us since episode one. I mean, I think they're the ones that are going to most feel it. But we've had a few people like pick this up towards the end. And, but I'm pretty sure they've listened to all the other episodes, so I just thank everyone for tuning in every week.
5: I mean, I well, I thought we had absolutely nothing, but now that I know we had at least a few people, and I, I'm i pretty happy that, you know, we got the few Facebook messages. I, I mean, I, I know it, a, a lot of people are saddened, probably pissed off, but I mean...
2: And the thing, too, is like on that comment, too, there's a lot of people who... They didn't really say anything, but they made notice of it. It's like, and they sh- like even like Maddie, made sure to share it to everyone. Like, yep. showed yeah. up. So while a lot of people didn't see it. A lot of people have seen it, and either like, yeah. gave us the sad nod of like, you know what? We're proud of what the Darker Dead. Like, you look at the number of likes or whatever. Like, everyone was like, mm-hmm. it's their sign of like, we're proud of the work you guys have done, but we can't hold it against you. Yeah, I'm gonna That's force
5: Maddie for to be. Uh, I'm gonna force Maddie to be on the show next week.
2: <laughs> yeah, he should be. He should be.
5: He really should.
3: But, I mean, I mean, the best thing I think we can do at this point is after episode 160, probably keep the forums open.
5: I mean, there's no reason why, you know, I I mean, there's really no reason why all of our friendships through the forum should end just because the podcast has ended.
1: yeah. I've discussed with Matty about starting a forum on Magic Gathering Strat. Uh, now that we we've been using Poppy to the People forums all this time, but we haven't decided yet.
5: Yeah, you've been using it with good reason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean
3: honestly, without without this show, I wouldn't have the have the the Commander HQ the, and how well that's gone.
5: Without this show, I. Would never have met any of you guys. So,
3: I mean, and, I uh, thank Chris for that because I wouldn't have a Commander HQ the way it is right now without him doing that. So,
5: everyone say thank you to Chris.
3: Thank you, Chris. Oh, thank you,
5: Chris. Chris. Love, love you. you. <laughs> Bit, big was, ups, Chris. Bit yeah. He's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's, um, Let's end this show for tonight. and We can pick up the sappy shit next. Yes.
2: I'm just starting to cry. Stop it. I don't think single, you
6: know man tier.
5: single
2: man tear. Single man tear.
5: The Native American
2: here. Oh, what single man tear you get after watching Shawshank Redemption? Yes.
0: Nate, Nate, I can't remember. How do people get a hold of us?
3: Uh, you can get a hold of us at popper to the, popper to the people at gmail.com. And uh, you can get a hold of me at the same website or same email address as well as CommandersHQ two at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at Nathan Yunkin. And uh, I am my MTGO name is NUCON.
2: Next <laughs> <laughs> You know you uh, can specify there's a bunch of us here tonight. Yeah, you're the
5: host,
0: <laughs> damn it. I'm not <laughs> All right, Mike. Mike, go oh,
2: ahead.
5: Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, well, you can get a hold of me also at Commander's HQ. Uh, what was it again? I'm sorry. Is it just Commander's Commander's HQ, HQ 2. Sorry, yes. You can get a hold of me at Commander's HQ 2. Uh, you can get a hold of me actually on Twitter, because I do have a Twitter now, at MikeyK159. My name on Twitch and on YouTube is MikeyK159. I'm always checking my messages if you ever – uh, want to talk to me about something even if it's popper i'm always willing to talk to people about it and uh if you see me on magic online but you might not see me on often i am mikeyk k159 on there as well i'm pretty much mikeyk k159 anywhere you see me so
0: next uh peter you can get a
2: hold of, <laughs> of me at midnight zero three and um MTGO if i'm on it you can get a hold of me at, MT- at midnight zero three there as well if you want to talk popper or anything shoot me a message if i'm in a match i might not respond right away but i'll be more than welcome to get back to you otherwise i don't have a twitter but if you get a hold of the night he always gets a hold of me so
5: he'll get one soon
2: <laughs> no i refuse
5: peter the, co- the the kickboxer at something
2: we already had the joke that for some reason i was gonna get a twitter for episode 160 finally <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay dan that wasn't a joke no.
1: I am a fan of history on Magic Online. You can find me. uh, I'm doing the Fan of History podcast soon to come to iTunes. Uh, I run the Fan of History YouTube channel for my Magic stuff. Check out MagicGatheringStrat.com and the Magic Gathering Strat YouTube channel.
0: And Brennan. All right,
6: same with me, MagicGatheringStrat.com. You can also reach me at Brennan at MagicGatheringStrat.com. Search Cerulean. either online, in MTGO, or on Twitter. I'm there on both of them.
5: And last but not least...
0: Oh yeah, I guess we should do me, huh?
5: (laughs) Well, we don't want to do you, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, now you're just lying. Um, On on Twitter, I'm at CMPlumber, and if you want to listen to my current project, you can go to playingforcheaps.com. And you can listen to us talk about, me and Matt, talk about video games.
5: I'd like to be on that show at some point. Matt
0: should be on next week. He if, should be. I don't know if that's going go to happen.
5: Matt was
2: kicking his door and just drag him over. Girl, uh, style.
5: Matt was never the most passionate about it.
0: I drug no. Matt kicking and screaming into this show. Yeah, so just do it one more time. <laughs> yeah. One last time.
5: <laughs> I guess we could. Are we going to have Chris Weaver on next week, too? I mean, he was a host. Yeah, I will
3: Yeah, I couldn't get a hold of him all. I'll make sure he's on next week.
5: Are we going to call him Sam? We should call him Sam. No. We should call him yes. Sam
1: all episode.
5: We should seriously <laughs> just call him Sam. Dude, dude, seriously, we should just start off the show on the I'm just going to start off by showing the, the Rage of the Week one. I'm just going to do it.
0: <laughs> all right, so is that all of it? Yeah. Yeah, I think
5: yes. that's, a, that's okay. a long show, dude.
0: We're going down. We're going down unprofessional. It was about to happen. <laughs> um, all right. What well, wouldn't be popular the people style if we didn't? Until next week. My name's Chris. I'm Nate.
2: I'm Peter. I'm Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm Saab. <laughs> uh, I'm Brennan. Even, even the inflection in your voice—you still sound
0: happy. Are, are you just like physically incapable of being I, sad, Dan? Uh,
5: yeah, you really yes. are, bro.
0: And this is Popper to the People. Adios.
5: Popper
4: to the People.
0: The penultimate episode.
4: Popper to the People.